0: everyone thank you for joining our podcast today i'm lavender i'm sage and i'm Stardust. all right for tonight's story i guess tale, uh the shit that i have for you guys there we go <laughs> we're not far from home tonight guys for for the three of us oh really no we are not oh oh that was a little funky that broke up weird
1: yeah, it did. Oh, no. Now I can hear. I hear, see your lips moving. Where you at? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, how about turn off that mic? It keeps giving us issues. Yeah, maybe just okay. use your phone. Maybe it's the mic. Uh, maybe.
1: Okay, this, that that? So-
0: The first Way couple- better.
1: Is that better? Say what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. OK.
0: The Isn't that the so truth? The Appalachian Mountains are one of the oldest mountains dating back over 500 million years. Oh. It stretches over 200,000 miles from Mississippi up through New England and all the way into Canada. 500 million years is like a long-ass time for legends and folklore to emerge. Yeah. And everyone has been, that everyone who, that has been to the, that it's not just humans and feral people. There's some kind of weird vibe.
1: I mean, you have to think if it's connected that long and that wide. So w- whatever it's touching like down south is probably like emulating a, to the north and vice versa you know what I mean anything that connects it is connected
0: Mm -hmm. oh I'm sure there's some ley lines and everything
1: that just got deep didn't it (laughs) well it's weird because I was watching I think I was watching something on YouTube like the other day about the Appalachian Mountains and it was talking about how like back when Pangea like when it was like one continent Like, where it was, and, like, there's a way you can actually go on, I forget what the app was, or where it was, or what the website, but you can go and find out where your home really was, like, your address, your actual geographic location
0: was on Mm Pangaea, and you can see how close you were to the Appalachian Mountains, or if you were actually in the Appalachian Mountains, like, it's crazy, like, it was really insane. They were talking about how all the weird things,
1: that's why they're, like, spread out now, because they all were there, and then they spread out when the continents got split. Right. There's a lot of
0: connected, even across in Europe, to us, because there's there's mountains that broken off that are in Europe.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I was watching this, and I was like, wow, cool. Like, well, I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> when
0: you're yeah. in the, when you're in the Appalachians, there are some rules to follow to keep yourself safe. Do not go into the woods at night. Do not whistle. Do not look behind you. Do not look into the trees. If you hear your name being called, you do not leave and do not run.
1: So just don't go. Like,
0: <laughs> oh, no, no,
1: no, like, don't look at the trees. Like, I'm just looking down, I'm looking down, I'm looking down.
0: <laughs> don't, I would say, don't go at night more than anything. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes the don't look into the trees is so we all know the feral people. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that has a little little bit to do with it.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: One of the folk cryptids of the mountains is near Blue Ridge. It's deer or more specifically not deer. I know that a lot of things are not deer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> but these cryptids roam with the deer and they're similar to deer but they're just different. So If you go to the Appalachians and you ask a local, have you seen something in the woods that's a deer but not a deer, they'll say, yeah, and they all have a different experience. But I think sometimes in translation, because not deer is not the actual term for it. I think it's just something that people have come up with. So everyone calls this something different. Hmm. Each person describes their experiences a little differently, but mostly similar descriptions. They are deer, but looks like a deer someone who's never seen a deer would actually draw. Oddly large head, elongated snout, like a coyote muzzle. Eyes are more human, more in front of the face, more predatory. The males usually have very large and unusual antlers. They have an abnormally large body, with a barrel chest. With their stretched out legs bent backwards, they are mostly sighted on their hind legs walking bipedal in a jerking manner. Some even have seen them have claws or hands rather than
1: hooves. So this is like the Greek mythology thing only like, it got fucked up in translation is what it sounds like. This is the weirdest thing. I'm, like, trying to picture it in my mind, and all the parts keep changing as you're talking. And I'm like, yeah. what the fucking fuck?
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: Damn.
1: Most will report
0: that they, they felt off, in danger, or some even felt like prey when coming across to not deer. I have some Reddit stories. So this first Reddit user goes by mediocre young eighteen seventy five. I don't know when this episode is going to air, but it is the second of May, and this is literally two days old. Oh Uh-oh. shit! Yeah. That's awesome. I don't think anyone's covered it yet. <laughs> I'm new to this subreddit. Wanted to share something I saw. I saw this happen to me some months ago now. And since I stumbled upon this subreddit today, I'm interested in studying the paranormal encrypted sightings. I figured I'd share, I figured I'd share this and see what others have to say. I was coming home from visiting family. They only live about an hour away. My dad was driving with my mom on the passenger seat and my brother in the back left seat. He was looking at his phone at the time when this happened. I was in the right back seat. Our house is on the left-hand side of a dead end street so we usually drive to the end of the street and turn around before parking that night when we turned into our street drive to the end and turn back around as we were driving back up towards the house i am looking out the car window now facing the house on the left hand side in between our neighbor's house and the house set next to an open space that i could see two deer One is in the backyard grazing. The other is standing between the houses, staring directly at me. The second deer was very large. It stood maybe eight feet tall. Its head looked a little too big for its body. Kind of puffy is the only way I can describe it. I couldn't clearly see its face with the angle of the house and the outdoor lights were shining. I don't know if this is relevant, but neither had antlers. After seeing it, I was freaked out, but I didn't say anything because my family doesn't really believe in these sorts of things. And since I was terrified by what it could be, I didn't want to say anything loud about the creature while it still might be in the area. I'm a pretty superstitious person. Any thoughts on this encounter would be greatly appreciated. And if you're reading this, thank you for your time to listen. Hmm.
1: That's weird. (laughs)
0: I have seen deer get up on their hind legs before. I don't feel like that's abnormal. Um, I've seen them, like, go up for, like, apples off of trees or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, if it was staring directly at you, I'd probably be a little creeped out. Well,
1: especially because they have a natural herd, um, like... Notion, like so in in that in other words, like if they'd have seen him or like something moving or anything like that, they they would have run. That's their natural instinct is to run. So for it to be like staring dead straight at him with like no regard is a little off putting, unless. You know, unless, you know, like my grandparents, they have a lot of land. They feed their deer. They come really close. But it's taken years and years and years for the deer to come inside like the fence line or anything like that. So they're spooked pretty easily, even if they've been around you for a long time.
0: Um, mm, yes, I know what you're saying. However, I had an experience one time, a little bit of a bad track, but I mean, I guess kind of. Not really. It's related to deer. So when I was in probably middle school, me and my friend would go camping with her family, and we would be in the Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> and this is like bear country where we're at. Okay, like there's there's a lot of bear. There's a good pit, <laughs> and you don't want food at your camp your tent site, right? So what they would do is they would um, grab like uh, multiple campsites. And we would kind of do like a, a base where the food is. And then the rest of us are kind of like scattered. We were in the state park. So the campsites are really far apart. And you kind of go through trails to get to them. So I was leaving the... We called it the kitchen site. Heading back to my site for the night. And I kept hearing something behind me. Well, I turned around. I kept turning around to look. But nothing was there. Like I thought... I thought one of her cousins were like coming up to scare me or something because they're dickheads like that. Mm-hmm. So, I when I turned back around the one time, like not literally, not even, not even two to three feet in front of me was this huge buck, huh. and it stared at me. Hmm. Huh. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well,
1: <laughs> and then it just walked off. Hmm. Huh. Well, and out there, they're safe. I'm sure that they're protected out there. And And people probably feed them.
0: They know that. They know that they're protected. Um, I believe wherever we went actually had these like stations where the rangers would fill it with feed for the deer. So it wasn't unusual to have them nearby. So like sometimes, no, that deer was not afraid of me at all. I probably peed my pants a little.
1: Right. (laughs) We'll see. In a, in a typical situation, um, like my grandparents, I mean, they fed them, but there's also hunters in the area and yeah. things like that. And my grandfather's even hunted. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends, like, just out there for the people out there, like, just know your surroundings, whether or not that's typical or atypical. If you think you've seen some deer with human ears and <laughs> walking bipedally.
0: I, I don't i do have it in here i just don't want to get ahead of myself but there are reasons for deer not to be afraid of people um and it's medical so I, i'll
1: actually get to that in, in a little bit oh here. which makes sense okay. yeah a lot of animals are can be like that
0: yeah so this next story um i didn't find it from a specific user but it literally if you just look up not deer on reddit you will come across this particular um i had to go to like a second website because what it was, it was like it was a copied link, but you'll. See, a lot of people have posted this. U.S. Marine Corporal Encounter Talking Deer at Quantico Base.
1: Huh. <clears throat> Please don't. <laughs> listen. I have so many questions, and I'm just not trying to interrupt your story.
0: <laughs> In 2000.
1: Well. Yeah, 2020.
0: Sorry. For a second, I was Shut looking at
1: 2020.
0: Yes, I, I forgot how to say it.
1: I've never lived
0: it. In 2020, Leon Adler, a corporal in the U.S. Marines, then working as a security officer at the U.S. Marine Base Quantico in Quantico, Virginia, was doing a nightly, which is 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. patrol on the west side of the base. During a break, he went into the woods to check out one of the game cameras he had set up. He used them to look for trespassers and poachers that might be in the area. As he made his way to the camera, just a few feet into the woods off the road, he noticed that the woods seemed to go completely silent. He found it deeply unnerving. He eventually got to the creek where the camera was set up and he began to check the card on his laptop sitting by the tree. Within a few minutes of getting there, Adler began to make out the sound of a bipedal footstep walking Mm -hmm. through the forest. He assumed it was a person as Adler scanned the direction of the footsteps. He suddenly saw a white-tailed deer step out out of the foliage. That's weird. That's a really nice-looking buck. It's at least an eight-pointer. It looks to be 180 pounds. The thing that really threw me off was how it went from sounding like a human to seeing a deer. There was a large oak tree adjacent to the clearing. Adler then watched as the deer slowly walked over to the tree and stood in front of it. It then exploded into a furious rage, smashing its face into the tree violently. Adler could hear the animal's bones cracking and its grunting as it repeatedly smashed its skull into the tree in a wild rage. He found it to be unbearable. There have been very, very few times in my life that I was frozen in fear, and that was one of them. When something's in pain, it makes sounds. Deers have a dying grunt, but there there was no grunt. There was no sound of something trying to kill itself. The only sound just its repeated smashing of bones over and over. He suspected that the deer might have suffered from chronic wasting disease, a fatal neurological illness affecting deer, elk, reindeer, seek a deer, moose, mostly North America. <laughs> what happened next made him suspect that there was something else something unnatural. Most animals' retinas reflect back at you. I saw no reflection of the retinas. It was just weird. It was odd. Then things got even weirder. As this buck finishes smashing its face, it takes a step back, stands up on its hind legs. That's in the clearest voice I ever heard in my entire life say, I know you're there. I felt freaked out. I was scared. This thing doesn't have... A working jaw, much less a working voice box. How would it say a thing? I felt like I was frozen in time. Somebody put put me in jello and I couldn't react. Adler tried to rationalize what he was seeing. Every realization and explanation I tried to come up with didn't make sense. The only thing I could come up with <sighs> the only thing that I could come up with
1: was it was a skinwalker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing and yeah or that or some kind of negative entity that just like decided that that deer should just bludgeon itself to death for funsies
0: (laughs) uh, my you could tell my entire body reacted to it I just no
1: (laughs) looking uncomfortable and i was like what is going on with her and then when you said it i was like okay that makes sense cuz i was thinking this and now i understand yeah
0: yeah looking at it feels like something has been here way before we have and will be here way after we're gone mm. the only thing that he could compare the voice to was a uh, was that of an old deep and stressed ancestral voice i felt like i had been watched Uh, watching it for hours, but it was probably only five to ten seconds. It dropped back down onto all fours and walked back into the brush. Adler dropped his laptop and quickly ran to the vehicle and left. A month later, he returned to the spot and grabbed his laptop and camera. The thing that kind of threw me off about that was after being in the woods, exposed to all the elements, my laptop should have looked grungy and covered in leaves, but it wasn't. It looks like I had just left it there 20 minutes ago. While there, he checked the tree where the buck had smashed his face into it. The thing that made my stomach absolutely drop was when I looked down, there were splinters of bone and antler. I picked one up and felt it in my hand. I was like, well, that's real. It was nice to know I wasn't insane. It was solid evidence, whether it was supernatural or not. I didn't really want it. I didn't really want to be around it. He never returned to that spot again and is still on active
1: duty as a guard at Quantico. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a whole lot of fuck that. Um,
0: I was so uncomfortable doing this research, because I was like, I did not know this!
1: Yeah, all you're thinking is about like the not-deer. First they got a their other little head. Well,
0: uh-huh. yeah, and there's another one that comes up, too. Um, I know he said... Uh, we're gonna go back to calling it epidermis stroller. I know mm-hmm. he's epidermis stroller, but it seemed to me it really does seem like more of a. I'll say it one time. It seems like more of a windigo.
1: Yeah, I w- couldn't think of their name because I was like, this thing probably inhabited it, and just for funsies, or enough that it just. I don't. I mean, honestly,
0: Sometimes I feel like they could be one and the same.
1: Hmm. Yeah. different
0: region, think, a different.
1: Like maybe, maybe um, they go hand in hand, but like one, like, like you start off as an epidermis stroller, and if you're not controlling yourself to a certain extent, then you turn into a wild other one. Yes. That, that's my only thing, because they do extremely simple. Lust is different. Or, like, I, I can't say bloodlust for an epidermis stroller per se, but you get what I'm saying. Like,
0: you kind of broke up there. Can you repeat that?
1: I was just gonna say, like, because they sound super similar, it's just that, like, as you up in racks per se, like, the, the violence increases. You know what I mean? You got get themselves out of. And, and now they're, they're just, just this wild, wild, feral kill,
0: yeah that I mean that could that could be it
1: mm, I mean, I don't like it,
0: both of them <laughs> both of them are very uh come from a similar background, you know now, some people say that the hmm, the w's <laughs> 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 um are. <laughs> Um, are actually more of like a um folkloric uh tale to tell your children. Um due to the times of starvation and stuff, of Mm insatiable hunger, stuff like that, um, they they think it could be folklore like that or it could be like, you know, um a warning, like don't be too
1: gluttonous. Yeah, which does make sense but as you and i both know a tail can build up and create yes <laughs> um so
0: there was a reddit username <clears throat> ethereal elk and it says not deer versus normal deer a lot of posts i see on here are completely normal deer occasionally a normal deer with an injury or an illness but still a normal deer When you see a not deer, you will know that shit is a not deer. Trust me. It's not, oh, look, the snout is a bit crooked, or its leg is a bit too long for its body, or its neck is a little long, or the body is too long. Its eyes look human. It's scary intelligent. Looking at it makes you feel like you're about to die. It's standing up straight like a person. It's massive. Its legs are backwards. Its skin is too loose on its body. It hates me and I know it hates me and wants me dead. It's a feeling of wrongness that you can't know unless you felt it. And you'll know when you felt it. I feel like not deer are becoming the new, this one has it too. (laughs) I'm going to need to stage more. (laughs) I have a feeling not deer are becoming the new skinwalker. Like everything is a not deer. The deer has some sort of genetic mutation. It's a not deer. It has blue eyes. It's a not deer. It's standing on two legs, eating some leaves. It's a not deer. You know what I mean? I don't want to be rude or disrespectful to anyone. I just get frustrated when people describe perfectly normal things as being paranormal in some way. Rant over. Okay. With that being said, in a more nice way, (laughs) there are some cases where I feel like people are seeing deer with chronic wasting disease. Um, Chronic wasting disease is pretty much like mad cow disease, except in elk, antelope, moose, caribou, stuff like that. So, this is from the CDC, if that means anything to anyone. Uh, Not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Chronic, wasting di- d- yeah. Chronic Wasting Disease is a prion disease that affects deer, elk, reindeer, sika deer, moose, and is found in some areas of North America, including Canada and the U.S., Norway, and South Korea. It may take over a year before an, an infected animal develops symptoms which can include drastic weight loss, which is where the wasting comes in, stumbling, listlessness, and other neurological symptoms. CWD can affect animals of all ages, and some infected animals will die without ever developing the disease, the symptoms for the disease, I'm assuming is what that meant. CWD is fatal to animals, and there is no treatment or vaccines. Prion disease or transmissible Okay, I'm really trying with these words. I even asked my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Transmissible form in syphilopathies are the family of rare progressive (laughs) neurodegenerative disorder that can affect both humans and animals. They are distinguished by long incubation periods, characteristic spongiform changes, associated with neural loss, and a failure to induce inflammatory response. The term prions refers to the abnormal, to the abnormal pathogen, pathogenic agents that are transmissible and are able to induce abnormal folding of specific normal cellular proteins called prion proteins that are found in most, most abundantly in the brain. Okay. I'm done even explaining that. Basically what it is, my husband had to explain this to me (laughs) and he had to really dumb it down. So there's these proteins in the brain called prion. And what happens is a, a virus or a bacteria will attack those and they need to fold a certain way in order for your, for your receptors to act properly. Okay. Okay. So what happens with chronic wasting disease is those proteins get fucked up and it becomes, you know, issues, we'll say. Yeah, brain I'm not- isn't
1: firing off, right?
0: Right. Symptoms of chronic wasting disease is severe weight loss, stumbling, listlessness, drooling, high thirst or urination, drooping of ears, and lack of fear. So these deer just walking up on people or not moving out of their way, pretty normal if they have chronic wasting disease.
1: And that's like fox too, like a fox. If they're any, you'll see them during the day, you're out and they're not scared of anything. And I don't think they have chronic wasting disease, but usually they're also sick. Anytime an animal is coming up to you and they're supposed to be wild and there's just something off about them, just keep moving. Let's not start another <laughs> pandemic. It could be zoonotic, just
0: <laughs> some kind of weird zombie disease.
1: <laughs> yes, please no.
0: Well, whether these are not deer, deer with chronic wasting disease, a faux cryptid, a possible W or SW, it's safe to say that I will no longer be looking at deer the same. Mm. So that's it. I'll be looking that kind of for... makes me worry. Just
1: a teensy. Yeah, I don't like it. Like that deer, <laughs> I'm pretty... I said I would just chalk it up. If I see a funky looking deer, I'm going to call it an inbred deer and just keep my little ass moving somewhere else.
0: So actually, that's what you're supposed to do. If you do encounter one, you're supposed to pretty much just pretend like it's not there and walk away. Leave. Mm. Don't don't look at
1: it. Oh, good. My natural instincts are kicking in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just creepy and will keep me up at night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had. Now I'm going to light some more shit. So,
1: excuse me. Especially when I go to my this point, the deer are so overgrown and they do live on a mountain. It's not the Appalachian Mountains. However, it doesn't make it any less jarring or scary. I mean, it, it does seem to only be
0: in the Appalachians and mostly in the Blue Ridge region. region. Um but yeah.
1: Still no. though, I'm not gonna take that chance. <laughs> no. Nope.
0: Just no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no.
0: Well thank you guys for joining us today. Let us know if you've ever seen a deer or not deer. A deer acting weird. Just let us know if you have
1: seen a not deer. I think most of y'all seen a deer. We really don't need to know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a, deer, a deer that's not a deer that's what I meant
1: <laughs> I just want to make that clear because I don't need everybody <laughs> hey I've seen a deer that's great good job bud <laughs> oh my gosh uh, that was awesome thank you so much for that research that was a really good story it's yeah as always you creep us the fuck out so thank you for taking something so you know, beautiful and normal and and that's really great. I appreciate that. I, mean, <laughs> I live for it
0: <laughs> You're very welcome. I mean, it's just where my little black soul goes to sometimes. <laughs> well, I loved um, it. It was
1: great. Well, you, you guys can find us You guys can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Lavender Sage and Stardust, or you can email us at lavender and Stardust at Outlook.com. Woo! Okay. Everybody's celebrating because I ain't fucked that up. Stay safe, y'all. Bye.
0: Ciao.